Here's a message from Ken Lavica. So many deep questions about life, but how do they apply to sports? Stone Labanowitz hit the open. Now approaching the tee, it's Lavica, Theo, and Stone. The PGA Tour has arrived in Palm Beach County. Featuring some of the best golfers from around the world and even better vibes, it's the Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches. Presented by Gosling's Rum, the official rum and ginger beer of the Cognizant Classic. Also brought to you by Eisner Amper, Kaiser University College of Golf, Celsius, Formula One Crypto.com Miami Grand Prix 2024, and the Palm Beach County Sports Commission. Still in the Banowitz, when, when you have it ready to go, I need to set a scene. Uh, mystical music, not with a K, but just mysticism. Danger! Uh, not that mystical, <laughs> though that would be that would be an interesting way to also kick us yeah, off here. The but, but, but music of wonderment, something that probes your mind and makes you think of the deepest questions that this world has to offer. Because what I want to do today is I want to dig beneath the surface some of the pressing questions of sports. But let's start with some of the most pressing questions in our lives. Is there an end to the universe or is it infinite? Where do we truly come from? Where do babies... No, no, ever actually, I know the answer to that. I know the answer to that. Never mind, I know the answer to that already. Also, what truly is the essence of life and what is the purpose of life all of these things that we've broached over the years and we don't have a clear concise answer on the deepest questions in the universe like what is Jeanette going to do when David Ortiz comes over is she going to pass out is she going to go unconscious we are at the Cognizant Classic of the Palm Beaches Pro-Am where Jeanette Javier is mere minutes away from meeting David Ortiz, Big Poppy, for uh-huh. the first time. And she's going to be doing an exclusive interview with him. And I got to say, Theo, I'm not sure she's going to make it. I'm, I'm kind of in the danger zone here because I'm the nearest person <laughs> right. to Jeanette. So if it's a stiff arm, if or it's a jolt out of the seat, projectile I'm Projectile vomiting. Yeah. It could be anything what? at this point. I'm going to catch the brunt end of that force. It, so. it could be anything. How are you How are you holding up? A couple things here. Um, David MacGyver Druda, who was here with us here uh-huh. at the Cognizant Classic at the Palm Beaches, said, act like you've been here before. Okay? That has resonated with mm-hmm. me more than anything. That's how you've talked yourself down. Because I don't think I've ever been starstruck in the great positions I've been in opportunities. Like when I was an intern here, I was in the locker room with mm-hmm. the Miami Heat during their championship run. I've talked to LeBron James, Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, and a couple other cool people. But the opportunity to meet the Dominican right, cultural the icon. Nobody that is, in the Heat locker room is Dominican, and this no. is the difference. Yeah. The icon that he is. And I, the thing is, I don't, like, my family is probably more excited than I am. Um, projectile vomiting, out of the question. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> All right, well, you say that now. <laughs> you say that now. I have yeah. glasses on, so I think that is going to hide my facial expressions. <laughs> Your because crazy eyes. My facial expressions do speak louder than my voice at times, not all the time. But one thing, I, I, I cannot stop looking at the crowd. Mm. I cannot stop looking at the crowd. And even I caught Theo. Theo just, like, looked over. He just pressed his palms against the table mm-hmm. and leaned over. And I was like, oh, my God, is he here? Yeah. 
So I don't know. So uh, I don't know. David Ortiz is scheduled to join this radio wow. show at some point. The Red Sox legend, the three-time World Series champion, Jeanette Javier for ESPN West Palm Play and ESPN De uh, or Deporte 760, my apologies. She is going to be interviewing David Ortiz on camera. Yes. So a big day. Big day all around here at the Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches Pro-Am. And all the opportunities they've spoken Spanish with her station too, especially specifically with Deportes, I've never met somebody, I've never been able to speak as Dominican too mm. because you know and sometimes when I've been on Deportes and I've said my Dominican slang Julian and Elias they will look at me like I'm crazy mm, that's crazy so it's great to not only interview David Ortiz but it's gonna be just a Dominican cultural fest and I think that has me more elated and um, to do that with David Ortiz I can't say that enough I think you, I already said like five times can, can you say in Spanish hello David Ortiz I love you and would like to hug you I would like to I am okay. um Buenos, you want to be formal about yeah, it? Yeah, sure, sure. Yes, yes. Buenos días, David Ortiz. ¿Cómo estás? ¿Qué estás haciendo hoy? Yo te quiero mucho. Mm -hmm. Y te voy a dar un abrazo. Okay. Por favor. That's great. It's a good great. start. It's pretty good. It's a good start. Stone, said, please. Stone, rate that Spanish, uh, if you could. Uh, eight out of ten. Okay, eight out of ten. Or <laughs> fluent Spanish speaker. Why was he so uh, ready Jeanette for that? Javier. He was absolutely, yeah, <laughs> I feel like he was grading it already. No, he had yeah. no idea. Um, so, so what we're going to do is we sit and wait for David Ortiz and for Jeanette to perform whatever uh, subconscious uh, <laughs> bodily reaction uh, is, is going to be conducted Theo, here at PGA <laughs> National. Let's ponder, let's ponder the deepest questions in sports, shall yes, we? Yes, yes, yes. And I, I'll begin, okay? The deepest question in sports to me, the most pressing question in sports is, what's the deal with Caleb Williams? What truly is the deal with Caleb Williams? I want to read you from ESPN a story that was put out this morning. This is from Pete Thamel, and I want you to hear the first couple of paragraphs, okay? We don't need the uh, mystic music anymore until we ask another question. Yeah, yeah. That's the rules, by the way. Uh, Former USC quarterback Caleb Williams deeply admires Michael Jordan and Walter Payton, loves deep dish pizza, and told ESPN he would be, quote, excited if the Chicago Bears take him number one overall in the 2024 NFL Draft. Entering the NFL Combine, Williams is the favorite to be the top pick in April. In his first public comment since declaring for the draft in January, Williams spoke in-depth about the Bears, unveiled his Combine plan, and reflected on a journey to the NFL that is nearing a culmination. Quote, this is what I've been preparing for my whole life, Williams told ESPN by phone Tuesday. Since I was 10 or 11, that is what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. At that age until now, it basically feels like your whole life. That is the first couple of paragraphs of ESPN's profile on USC quarterback Caleb Williams. Let me tell you something. As a Chicagoan, a proud Chicagoan, no longer a Chicago Bears fan, but a proud Chicagoan, that first paragraph deeply resonated with me. Uh -oh. And if I were still a Bears fan, I would say, sign me up for this man. Deeply admires Michael Jordan and Walter Payton. Loves deep dish pizza. Wow. That checks a lot of boxes. If Caleb Williams came out today, had a separate press availability and said, I want everybody to know that soda is pop, that I never stopped calling it the Sears Tower. Mm-hmm. 
What about, I would say. What about his opinion on baseball stadiums in, in Chicago? Uh, unfortunately, you can't be a Chicago fan and then judge when everybody just goes to the easiest possible okay. fandom, just and check. that's the Cubs. Here we just go. Here that's we the go. easy way out. But I will say. Oh, the Ivy. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, the frat boys and girls. Hold on. Hold on. Caleb Williams Wrigley is a brother. Caleb, Caleb Williams is a brother. And historically speaking, at least. He would gravitate towards the White Sox the most White likely. Sox is, yes, okay. All right. Shout out Black History Month. There baby. you go. Uh, you got yeah. one more day. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Shout out Leap Year. <laughs> yeah. Shout yeah. out Leap Year we for an extra it. day of Black History Month. We needed it. That's this right. Year. We absolutely needed yeah. it. But here's my other part. <laughs> you want some plantains uh, to celebrate? I would love some plantains, yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Brought the chips, yes. the ones that yes. taste like lime. Uh, but then there's this from the athletic. There's this from the athletic. So that makes me feel positive about Chicagoans, the Bears, and adopting Caleb Williams. But then there's always been something that's bothered me about Caleb Williams. And I don't know if it's about Caleb Williams or about his situation. I think we can all agree that Caleb Williams, and I think Stone can speak to this more than anybody as a, a, a football guy, someone who went through the quarterback training in the seven-on-seven and the, the, the football career. I do think that there's an inherent flaw, a, a lack of adjustment, from a life and career standpoint, to these quarterbacks especially who are basically groomed from a young age to be NFL quarterbacks. Mm. And I think my issue with Caleb Williams and Stone, tell me if I'm coming off as really insensitive and wrong about this, but I think my biggest problem with Caleb Williams is that it seems like he's been manufactured at a quarterback factory, and I think I have a problem with his dad. I, I don't even know what you want me to say. What the hell? What the hell? It was the dismount. Nah, it was the, the way I think the, I have a problem with his dad. The way Theo and I just looked at each other, like, he really just threw his dad in the mud like that in two seconds, and you saved it till the end, Ken. Yeah. So, what, is, what was so that? Just from, dad zero times just, from, just from, just from, forget the dad part for a second. Okay. Forget the dismount for a second. What not okay. the, the manufactured quarterback, been groomed, private quarterback coach since age 8, 9, 10. And there's some red flags sometimes that come with that, right, Stone? Um, no. <laughs> I am done. This Where's ain't the Ocean, okay. baby. Where's Let's Steven get to the dad This ain't the Marinovich <laughs> project. <laughs> you see, I, I, I Todd Marinovich. Marinovich, yeah. And oh that's who immediately gosh. comes to mind. Yeah, well, that was the 80s. But I'm talking about quarterbacks who have their parents – sticking their nose into business their entire career and then making things difficult come the pro process. Let me read you this from The Athletic. This from Kalen Kaler, an outstanding writer. When NFL evaluators visited USC this season, they asked quarterback Caleb Williams a question they probably hadn't asked any other draft prospect. Would he seek an ownership stake in the team that drafted him? Months earlier, on the eve of training camp in July, the Sports Business Journal reported that NFL owners voted to prohibit, quote, non-family employees from taking equity in teams, end quote. Shortly thereafter, Pro Football Talk explained the timing of the vote, reporting that representatives of Williams, the presumptive top pick in the 2024 draft had broached the topic when asked about that pft report williams face squinched up in confusion one scout said who would say that the scout remembered him asking he was completely in shock that that was happening or being said another another scout had said that he talked with Caleb Williams, who also had no clue where that came about but it turns out the question had been broached by Carl Williams mm. Caleb's father. Carl Williams is on the record as saying, hey, I'm just trying to get my boy money. I'm just trying to put him in a situation 
where he is maximizing his bank account. For me, when you have meddling parents a la the Ball family, things get incredibly difficult, incredibly sticky, and then the parents, as Stone likes to put it, sometimes get main character syndrome. Caleb Williams, unfortunately, I think has some red flags because I think that dad might present some problems, and when dad starts speaking with son and creating headlines that son doesn't want, I feel like there is something off about Caleb Williams. Not um, So I'm going to play devil's advocate here, but doesn't that add to his brand too? Like the Ball family, I feel like the dad elevated it and that sometimes he, because he became so popular and so notorious and he got the clickety clicks and the views, the Ball family therefore received more opportunities because the dad went off the way he Mm. has or did. Do you think he, they would have gotten his own shoes? Do you think he, that he would have been as popular? The yeah, family no. would have been as popular. Lamar in the NBA? Ball was a successful campaign for sure. He he was successful. He was a successful snake oil sales. Yes, hundred yeah. percent, and it worked because one of his kids is exactly. a is an NBA franchise player for the Hornets. The other one in Lonzo signed a fifty to sixty million dollar contract with the Bulls, and the other guy. At least we know his name, because guess what? We wouldn't know Leangelo's name if it wasn't for Lavar talking about his sons for for a decade. It feels you like see? at this point. So it, it was successful. So fine. From a, they made their bags. The balls made their bags. Yes, that was so a extremely that's extremely successful, successful. because trying, of the dad. But I'm trying to look at it from a Chicago Bears Bears fan standpoint. Then so there's the okay. there's the Williams okay. family. They're going to get their money. They've been getting their money. Caleb Williams has some of the most lucrative NIL deals we've ever seen in the history of college football. But what about the Chicago Bears and what they're getting? If they do indeed jettison, and Ryan Poles, their GM, said yesterday it would be unfair of us to hang on to Justin Fields uh, if we are going to take Caleb Williams. So expect him, if that happens, to be dealt sometime in the next week and a half. Um, I just feel like there's something off about this Caleb Williams thing. And I I don't know. Maybe it's not fair. Maybe it's unfair. And when we ask these pressing questions, there's no immediate answers. But I feel like stemming from Carl Williams, there are some issues here. And there is some drama that will be had that doesn't necessarily need to be had and something that could be a big pain in the ass for the Chicago Bears. Do you at least follow where I'm going here? Meddling parents are never And Stone, a... don't tell me you've never encountered meddling parents in your football life. Oh, often. Okay. Yeah, well, and it's I'll, a pain in the ass. I'll say this. Meddling parents are never fun for coaches, for franchises, and sometimes for fan bases, but it really shouldn't matter that much to the fans of the Chicago Bears. They care how much how well Caleb Williams performs when he's on the field. Uh, meddling parents have also created some of the most iconic and generational and just transcendent talents that we've seen in the past 50 years. Like, we're here in Palm Beach County. Uh, there's a pair of twins here that live in Palm Beach County. Okay. Who, if it wasn't for a meddling father. Also Williams. Would not be. Yeah, also unrelated, Williams. Yes. Unrelated. Richard. Would not be legends of the game. The greatest tennis player okay. of all time well, in Serena Wood. fair. Also, Lamar Jackson's mom. The way she helped she Lamar Jackson. That's what I'm saying. The way but she helped Lamar Jackson get that she, big deal with the but, Ravens. But she she's the one who Lamar has entrusted to help negotiate deals and or be a major part of that yes. process. Yes. Caleb Williams to my understanding, has not enlisted his father to do that. He'll have agents working for him. Right, right. And I know there's differences, and none of these analogies are going to be perfect, but all I, I say this to say this. 
sometimes the juice is worth the squeeze, right? Okay. Like with with uh, even let's just go particularly with the Ball brothers, right? With Lamelo Ball, the juice was worth well more than the squeeze for what Lavar was and what he propelled his sons up to be. Like that is now a franchise Wait, player in do, the NBA. Is Lamelo is Lamelo Ball? He might be a franchise player, but yeah. you're the franchise player of the biggest embarrassment in the NBA. Are you really, truly a franchise player? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> a franchise Listen, player. Are, oh, are we maybe on. are we maybe using that a little loosely when it comes with the Charlotte Hornets and Lamelo Ball? Mm. Even if it's a half of a franchise, he's still the franchise player. I was Lam- say, on paper, he still is. Yeah. I mean, is it still a joke? Yeah, Lamelo's but the Bears are a joke. Exactly. So, like, what are you doing? You can't pick and choose because twenty-two years old. Lamelo Ball. Stone, what'd you say? He's 22 years old, LaMelo okay. Ball. It's just tough. And and if you're LaMelo Ball, show me more than than being sort of on some nights, not playing any defense, volume score with the worst team in the NBA, with a coach who clearly hates his team. Uh, just show me show me a little bit more. Show me show me a little bit more. Well, he's got time to And I would that. argue he's not the franchise player. Who's the franchise player? Brandon Miller is the franchise player. <laughs> okay. Or the soon-to-be franchise player. One of them dudes signed the max contract already. One of those dudes is going to sign a max contract, and I think is overall a better player than LaMelo Ball is because at least Brandon Miller decides he wants to play defense every once in a while. Oh, my goodness. I, I don't mean to turn yes, this yes, into I'm a Charlotte sorry, Hornets yeah. conversation. <laughs> You're home for Hornets him. basketball, ESPN 106.3. <laughs> The deep questions. Yes. Please, could I could I have mysticism in my music, please, Stone? Yes. The deep questions. What is the deal with Caleb Williams? As Theo puts it, is the juice worth the squeeze? Lamelo Ball. Can you be a franchise player on the worst team in sports? Mm. Who knows? Again, will we go to Mars? What's actually outside our solar system? Is there intelligent life other than us?